the simplest commercial baking resource. Brought to you by Bakerpedia and hosted by Lynn Carson with a PhD in grain sciences. Sharing knowledge and helping you grow connections. You're listening to the Baked in Science Podcast. Welcome to Baked in Science. I'm your host, Dr. Lynn from Bakerpedia, the world's largest technical resource for baking. Before we start, I would like to give a shout out to all the Bakerpedia sponsors. These game changers make it possible for us to share commercial baking information with you. So go check them out by searching Sponsor Showcase on Bakerpedia.com. All right, bakers, check this out. Here are a few of my favorite from the IBIE show. And here's Mike from NGP telling us about low-carb, high-fiber egg replacement. Mike, what does MGP do? MGP is an ingredient uh, provider to the baking industry, the pasta industry, and many food companies. And we specialize in isolated wheat proteins and very much specialty starches like what we're showing here today. Very neat. And um, resistant starch, it's a very new story. Like it just got approved in March. Yeah. And, and MGP has a huge play in this. Can you yes. tell us a little bit more about I love how that. MGP changed Yes, things? I love that question. So resistant starch, our FibroSim is an RS4 resistant starch. What that means is it's a cross-linked starch. Uh, it was actually uh, developed and invented by scientists at KSU yep. uh, in Manhattan. Wow. And uh, what we look at here is it is a wheat starch, so it works very well in breads and pastas, anything with a wheat-based kind of formula, and it acts as a dietary fiber. And what's really cool is back in March, the FDA did recognize our RS4 wheat starch as a dietary fiber for labeling purposes. And so really what that means, Lynn, is we did all of the human clinical studies Amazing. to prove the healthy aspects of our dietary fiber uh, as it relates to human health. Fist bump. That is a great That's amazing. Statement. And I have yeah. to give kudos to our Dr. Odie Meningat. Dr. Odie. Dr. Odie was, all what, this. was absolutely awesome in working directly with the FDA. So we joined hands with FDA and did more uh, studies with human subjects, uh, not only in the United States, but also in Canada. Wow. And uh, the studies came back very favorable for uh, our, fi our fiber sim mm -hmm. as a dietary fiber. And it worked okay. with lowering insulin response and also blood glucose levels. So two very important healthy benefits. So um, if um, IBIE attendees come here, uh, where can they find FibroSim and what products? We have two wonderful products here this morning. Uh, we have some brownies that are amazing. Uh, we have FibroSim and our eyes in the brownies. And we also have a blueberry muffin, which is fantastic. So if you're walking the IBIE and you have some coffee and maybe you'd like a little something nice uh, to go with that coffee, we have a lower carbohydrate, higher uh, actual protein then uh, treat for you here. And it tastes fantastic. It so does. it has two different ingredients. Mm. It has has our specialty protein, which is an isolated wheat protein, and it also has our dietary fiber, FibroSim. So what happens is the benefits are a higher protein, and actually the FibroSim as a dietary uh, fiber, it lowers carbs as well. So how's that sound? It's, it's good. I mean, I don't, am I supposed to taste anything different in these? I, 
you are going to find that the, the really the eating quality, we talk about this in our team, the eating quality is fantastic. You really won't recognize that you're having a healthier snack this morning. Yeah, I, mean, it I, is, I don't see any difference. That's all I was going to ask you. Yeah. Am I supposed to feel a difference? No, no. <laughs> and what the Arise does, by the way, is help give this some volume. Mm -hmm. So not only are you seeing a higher fiber uh, product here, but you're not losing any of those kinds of things that bakers really love. Yeah. And they want a little volume and they like that mouthfeel. And you'll kind of see That's a really the, good volume. Yeah, you, you'll see the crumb, the trump, the, the crumb, crumb texture. Structure, right, it's right. really, it's quite nice. So please stop by at 4623 to have a nice, sweet, healthy snack. All right. Thank you, Mike. Up next, what's torty mix? No, it's not to do with a tortoise. Here's Ulysses from Lalaman telling us a little bit more about Tortimix. Welcome to the Lalaman booths, and we are here with Ulysses today. We will be talking about the Tortimix. 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 What yes. is it? Uh, Tortimix is a mix of uh, natural ingredients with different flavors that we can use uh, to make tortillas. We are talking about uh, very traditional mix, uh, flavors, natural flavors. Those are vegan. It's a vegan product, very healthy. We are talking about uh, flavors like mole, which is a very traditional sauce in Mexico. We are talking about nopal, which is a cactus. We used to have cactus in Mexico. Another like uh, pico de gallo, Oh. Which is a traditional really? sauce wow. in the Mexican kitchen. Yes, How that did kind you of get flavors. those flavors in there? Those flavors are natural. Uh, we get the flavors in powder form. Okay. It's very easy to mix. We can use 15% uh, flour base of these flavors in your dough. It's a powder form. You can make a direct dough. There is no problem. You only add flour, our mix salt and water and that's it so let me ask you what will then bakers declare on their formulations like on the ingredient statements okay uh, well we can declare all the ingredients we have in the different products for example there is a uh, one let's uh, say mole mole so mole, mole. In, in, in the case of mole we have a lot of ingredients because it's made with Different kind of chilies, yeah, uh, yeah. chocolates, yep, and some uh, pecans as well. It's a very rich flavor and rounded flavor. Okay. The other ones are like a garlic, tomato, oh, the cactus. Uh, so natural, natural, natural flavors. Okay. Only natural flavors, not artificial. Flavors. Awesome. So if you guys are around here, want to taste some natural flavors um, in tortilla products, stop by the Lalaman booth at seven one. Did you know growing potato in rotation with pea crops help with soil? Here I interview Erki from Surrenda. Alright, so everyone, welcome to the Surrenda booth. Um, Surrenda is very different as a ingredient supplier because they care about their farming community and that's why I'm a, such a big fan and I stop by all the time. Today we have Erki and we are going to talk about um, potato starch and pea protein. Yeah. So what's so different about what you guys have in terms of pea protein? Everybody has pea protein, why is, your, why is yours different? 
Well, uh, let's start with the potato, the, the organic potato starch, because we've been producing that almost 20 years, and that's produced locally in Finland and uh, in Latvia. Uh, we have uh, two factories, one in both countries, and the starch potato is contracted from our farmers on long-term contract, three to five-year contract, fixed price. It's very secure for the farmers. And, uh, and, uh, but it's organic, so there has to be a crop rotation. And uh, peas fit perfectly in a crop rotation with potatoes. It's a leguminose crop, it gives nitrogen into the soil. And, uh, and in Latvia we have this speciality of brown peas, so we're not cultivating yellow peas and not really? green peas, it's brown peas. Interesting! And um, this is a traditional crop in Latvia, still eaten at Christmas. But it also it has a more favorable um, taste profile compared to yellow peas. What do you mean favorable taste profile? Well, you know, peas have a, a kind of bitterness, there's yes, tannins, correct. stuff like Stringency, that. Stringency, right. Uh, uh, so there's less of that in, in brown Oh, pea. interesting. And um, so we thought, well, this is a point of differentiation to, to start with a brown piece. Uh, we can, you know, give benefit to our farmers and we can jump into the protein, plant-based protein boom, which obviously is uh, growing all over the world. So. So what we started then was to start growing with the, the, that crop with the farmers and, um, and what we're doing is we are just milling and air classifying. Okay. So this is a dry process, there's no heat, right. no acids, no nothing, right, so right. It's, a, it's a raw native protein retaining full functionality. Okay. So it's not an isolate. Right. An isolate is from a wet process. Correct. Functionality yeah. is more or less lost because it's denaturated proteins. And this is really important uh, in bakery solutions uh -huh. because yeast or sourdough needs a native raw protein. It needs protein to eat. And if you give, uh, uh, if you put isolate, protein isolate in a dough, the yeast cannot use it. That's true. You're fortifying, obviously, the, the dough with protein, but for the yeast, it's nothing. Okay. It can't use it. So, in our case, you can you can bake with a pea flour, which is the other fraction. I mean, we're pro uh, producing the protein concentrate, but obviously we are pr producing another fraction, which is lower in protein, still 17%, actually, so higher than wheat, for okay. example. And, uh, and this we can use in gluten-free baking. You can even use it in normal wheat baking to enhance uh, texture, uh, uh, also enhance the the value of the protein because you know that you can uh, you, by combining uh, grain and leguminose crop you get a better nutritional value of the proteins because the amino acids are a little bit different. So there's actually a lot of benefit in even normal wheat baking, but but mainly we're recommending it for gluten-free baking. Interesting. Okay. So, Great. Uh, so you can you can I mean basically you could even bake 100% pea flour bread. I, I wouldn't recommend that, but I mean let's say in a gluten-free bread up to 30% pea yeah. flour. Okay. If you want to have a higher protein content, you can also add the concentrate. Neat. And how does that lead into the potato starch? Um, well. Potato starch is also really good in um, in gluten-free baking. I mean, obviously, potato starch is gluten-free. Yep. And mm -hmm. uh, and you could use pl uh, potato starch. I would say up to 25, 30 percent of the of the flour. Right. Anyway, but what's really special and and, and really interesting for gluten-free baking is the pre-gel uh, potato starch, 
because your problem normally in um, uh, gluten-free baking is that that your dough doesn't have gluten. That's true. It doesn't uh, hold so, up. There's no so, structure. Yeah. So right? it's too sticky. It's too liquid, mm -hmm. and therefore you tend to make a dough that is too dry, because right. so that you can still handle it. Correct. And then you don't have enough hydration in in the in the dough, and you end up with a dry bread which has a starchy uh, mouthfeel right because there wasn't enough water to That's hydrate true. the starch yeah so and then you're using uh, maybe hydrocolloids or something to to you know tackle this problem pre-gel potato starch is actually a hydrocolloid so you take the guar gum and the xanthan gum and whatever you're using out and you put okay. potato starch instead pre-gel it's cheaper obviously but the other benefit is that it will create the viscosity in the dough but when you bake it, uh, the potato starch will overswell, break down, and release the water. Yeah. So if you're using other hydrocolloids, you solve the problem of the liquid dough, but you don't solve the problem of the starchy okay. mouthfeel because hydrocolloids will not release the water in the baking process. That's true. Okay. Potato starch will release the water, so it's just binding it okay. in the dough, releasing it in the baking process. Then the other uh, uh, starches which start swelling at a much higher temperature have water available in the oven okay. and you get a nice gluten free bread which is not starchy and dry. All right. So that's that's really a big Very benefit good. of. Uh, so Serena does offer a pre gel yep. potato starch yeah, for that. They do. Okay. Yeah. Great. And if you guys need any more information, come and talk to Erky at um, 1073 at the surrender booth. All right. Thank you. Have you heard of dry vapor steam? No, that's not an oxymoron. It's an actual thing. In this next interview, Marty from Electro Steam got me to put my hand over a steam of vapor that's superheated at 365 degrees Fahrenheit. My screaming, excuse my screaming, is just from the anxiety. I was actually not burned. Just kid, yeah. All right, live at the Electro Steam booth um, where I get to be schooled on sanitation because I am not so good at sanitation and it's a whole different world for me. And basically, I'm going to do something really interesting. Can so what, tell me what's what's on here, All right, so Marty. What we're this doing is Marty, by the way. Marty, what Hi, do you folks. do? Hi, everybody out there. So what we're trying to do here is we're cleaning and potentially sanitizing with dry vapor steam. We're going to introduce some soils, and they could be lots of soils. They could be heavy soils, and they could be soils out of any typical bakery. They don't have to be peanut butter or chocolate only. But we brought these over for demonstration purposes. So we're going to take steam from our generator over here. We're going to shoot it through this steam rail. We're going to deliver steam down on the belt at 220 degrees in flash heat. It will not damage the conveyor. And we're going to suspend that soil. We're going to break the bond between soil and surface, suspend it. It's going to ride over here. We're going to vacuum it away to where this should ATP out zero, one, two, three, four, five in one or two revolutions. Uh, that kind of scares me, Marty. Yeah, yeah it does. Um, let me tell you why, because I don't know what, what is steam is scary because yeah. it's hot, right? Can, oh, you, can, you, can you tell our viewers what you do before we start this? Well, we just offer dry vapor steam to okay. the baking and food industries to clean where water 
could typically become an issue or where you're trying to raise the level of sanitation. And we're checking off those boxes. Is it more efficient? Is it more effective? Are we reducing wastewater to the drain? In this case, we're eliminating it. We'll never produce enough water to go down your drain. That is really yeah, excellent yeah. because you're telling me I can stop walking into bakeries with wet floors? Wet floors and slips, trips, and falls are minimized and even eliminated. I'm the recipient of a broken I don't believe that. you got to show me the technology. Well, here, let me show you over here. Let's All just right. go over here. Okay. We're going to switch up just a second. And let's just make a little steam. So right here we have 369 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, that's pretty hot. Right, Stay away gonna, from it. We're going to run this all day long. Can you hold my microphone? I will me? hold your microphone. Ah, don't do that! So, ah! Put your hand up. It's not hot. But here's where the action is. Steam produces size, the, the particle size of the steam is six ten thousandths of a micron. So just the actual air that we work in, the environment we work in, will cool it down that quickly. But right here is where the action is happening. Okay. That remains 220 degrees. So okay, so how that. far how far so, away from that do you have well, to Well, we're gonna we're gonna work real close, but here's the magic to it. If you have a water hose and you're putting eight to ten gallons of water down on the floor and you're working around electrical components. That becomes a problem. Oh. But if I can get this and just go around like this, oh, and I'm just down, and I'm all over the place and getting right on top of it. Oh, look, there's no moisture in there. So we're going to use this all day long, all week long here at the trade show. This carpet will not get wet. Okay. So here's the value as far as we, we talk about going pure green. 100% regular tap water. That's pathogen, bacteria-free water. Why? Because it's superheated. So we to, know- To on, what temperature? Superheated? Well, superheated to 365 to 370 degrees inside okay. the chamber. Okay, that's hot we're, enough. We're gleaning what is considered culinary-grade steam. So we're gleaning only from the pressure, from the vapor that's produced in, that, in the headspace of that pressure vessel. That's pretty high. So yeah. this is not a pump that's delivering this pressure. This is actually the pressure like in grandma's pressure cooker is being delivered and that's a 24 7 operation with we can maintain that temperature if we start on monday and go to friday and never turn the machine off we'll maintain that temperature and that pressure during your cleaning process we just love going out and sharing with our potential customers as this is one that really invites us into plants and gives us the opportunity to share our other equipment. All right, thank you, Marty. All right, food safety first. All right, come to the booth to uh, understand food safety and allergen changeovers, uh, electro steam. Up next, the starch man, Chris from Ingredient. I ate my way through this entire presentation of gluten-free pizza, cheddar scallion scone, ginger lime muffin, and vegan chocolate cookie. Chris, I love the scones. Hint, hint, send some more over. We are here at the Ingredient booth and um, I have Chris with me. Chris, yes. what do you do at Ingredient? So I work with our technical service team. Uh -huh. So I'm the, the, camera there. the technical point person for uh, starches and flours and nutritional ingredients for some of our customers. So I work closely with sales. So you know everything about starch? I know a lot about starch. Okay, sure. so I'll quiz you today on starch, and okay. you will know 
Okay. Okay, let's start with the first one. What do you have here? Well, I'm thinking we should start with the, the, our pizza, Ooh, uh, pizza demo. So uh, we've developed a uh, gluten-free pizza crust um, that's thin, and, it, and it, we've incorporated our uh, co-texturizer to give it some crispiness. Um, it's just a way to show that you can you can dial into a different texture but by adding a different starch. So it's crispy. Yes. Okay. So should have a little bit of crispiness on the bottom, but also on the outer ring, you'll really pick it up. Yes, it does. Uh, this yes. also has Not slimy, so it's good. Yeah, and this is gluten free. Mm. So this has our gluten free um, um, flour in it, our precise baked GF. And it also has our um, Homecraft Pulse 4101 chickpea flour, um, which builds back some of the protein um, and nutrition that you miss when you take the, the wheat flour out. So tell me a little bit what does a chickpea flour do? What kind of nutrition? So it, it, it does um, give you some protein. Uh, the chickpea flour is uh, about 25% protein. And yeah. so, wow. so uh, it, but it also has some functional benefits as well. Like it gives it a little bit of chew. Uh, we see that it also gives it a little bit of aeration um, That's lift. That's true. Lift yeah, the, I saw that in some of my baking experiments too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's a really great product, and wow. it's also one of the cleaner tasting. Um, it is. Uh, yeah, you can products. hardly taste the chickpeas in there. Right. That's like the the next hot, like non-grain powder. You know, amazing. All right. What's so, next? I guess if we move on, uh, we, we've got another uh, gluten-free prototype here. This is a gluten-free ginger lime muffin that's been nutritionally enhanced. Wow, ginger lime. Yeah. So it's got a really great flavor uh, profile, but it's also delivering some decent nutrition. Uh, so in this, uh, we're using uh, clean label ingredients. This has our Homecraft Create GF10 uh, flour, which is uh, rice flour and tapioca. And it, we've also got, uh, from a nutrition standpoint, our Vitessence Pulse 1803 pea protein, uh, which is a 80% um, protein content uh, product. And uh, high maize, uh, which has been around a long time, but it, it works so great. and and bakery products. So it's, it's giving you uh, a fiber fiber boost, uh -huh. but it's it's super clean flavor and right. yeah, just real Look, it holds up real well. There's a very nice um, mount to it that's really hard to do with the, you know, gluten-free muffin baking. What do you right? Think? Yeah, absolutely. That's, I, I've tried that before, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Chris. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> so what? people can come here and talk to you about how to do this. Be happy to talk to them. Awesome. All right. All right. Next. So our next one is our cheddar scallion scone. Ooh. So we, we we figured we should have some, some savory uh, offerings at the show this year. So this is a, a scone that's also featuring um, uh, some of our Pulse products. In this case, it's our Vitessence Pulse 2550 lentil uh, protein you concentrate. See this. Do you see how cohesive the product is? It's got a really good tear to it. The crumb, it's a really good crumb. It holds it in, it pops up, keeps the volume. Nice. Yeah. You're like, you're like a genius. Oh, you're... <laughs> I don't know about that, but I do love to bake. <laughs> so this also it's really has. Good. Um, it's really good. Th this actually has an excellent source of protein, uh, 
and a 60, 60 gram serving because we, we wanted to show how you could really attain great nutrition um, without sacrificing flavor. Where's the protection. protein coming from? The, the protein's coming from the uh, Vitessence uh, Pulse. Okay, Pulse. Oh, oh, actually, yeah, Vitessence Pulse 2550. Uh -huh. So that's a lentil protein concentrate. Okay. And, and there's no taste to it, so that's good? Yeah, well, lentil lends itself very well to savory applications, too. Mm -hmm. um, it almost complements the flavors of the of the onion and the cheese. Mm -hmm. uh, we've also got a, a clean label instant starch in there mm -hmm. called uh, Novation Prima 340. Very good um, stability. Uh, so these were frozen and thawed prior No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's pretty good for frozen product. Oh, thank you. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. So what's next? Okay, so we'll finish off with our um, our cookie demo. I think it's better to, to end on a sweet note there. Oh, so this is a double me. chocolate cookie, but it's vegan and it's got protein in there as well and um, reduced sugar. Uh, Sorry, I'm just poking around at it to peel it to see if it's true or not. I mean, vegan is no eggs, as we know, no eggs, no butter. So right. without the eggs, there's going to be crumbly issues. But I don't see it in here. So can you tell us what did you do to make it not crumbly? Sure. So, um, well, a couple things. Uh, we've we've got our reduced um, sugar solution that we just launched, um, or is in the process of launching uh, called Australia um, Allulose and we use that to greatly reduce the sugar content. By how much? I believe it was 20 to 25 percent. That's nice. And so that has a really great impact on your on your. I didn't even know that because usually well I try to bake sugar-free too at home and I'm right. just like that's always like a third dimension that's missing. I don't feel like the third dimension is missing here. You have the depth of the sugar right. and that's just by allulose. Well, yeah, the allulose has a lot of similar properties to um, to full, full sugar. Okay. Um, it provides really great humectancy. It gives good browning. Um, things that were challenging for sugar redu uh, reduced sugar solutions in the past. That's amazing. Uh, and we've also got um, uh, the Vitessence Pulse 1803 pea protein concentrate in there as well. Okay. And. Um, Actually, there's there's like five five of our ingredients in there. All uh, kind of like the kitchen sink. So okay. So we've got right. xanthan in there as well to help with the, I don't the, feel dough, the, xanthan. the dough consistency. Yeah, I don't feel the xanthan. Right. Okay. And so um, don't mean to cut you off, but sure. that machine is just hard to hear. Oh, okay. um, if any gluten-free baker has any questions, they can come here and talk to you about it during the show, right? Oh, sure, yeah. Okay, because we have a lot of people who are viewing this, so. Yeah, well, right. I'm very passionate about gluten-free and okay. general, so happy to talk to you. Look this. for Chris at the ingredient booth if you need any gluten-free uh, questions answered, okay? All right. Bye. Have you heard of alpha dextrins? Up next, Dr. Helmut from Wecker, explaining the science behind this new amazing emulsifier. We're here at the Wecker booth and we are going to be talking about an amazing new technology called alpha dextrins. Now if you guys have not heard me talk enough about alpha dextrins, you you have to come to this booth and hear Dr. Helmut talk about alpha dextrins because it's an amazing new technology. Welcome Helmut. 
Welcome, Lynn. Right. So, um, just for the, the, the typical baker who has not heard of this technology before, can you explain using this on what, what alpha dextrins are? Yes. Alpha dextrins are little ring-shaped sugar molecules and are actually made out of starch by an enzymatic process. They look like a little donut. And what you can do with that, if you mix them with water and fat, they are actually act as an emulsifier. And a very amazing emulsifier who makes oil and water emulsions. If I can show you this, for example, uh, these are different commercial and uh, icings and also an icing uh, made with our um, alpha dextrin. The trade name is Kavamax. Uh, this is why it's uh, over there. So what you're saying is um, the, the, the alpha dextrin retains the fat and it doesn't seep out like the yes. regular. With so what I'm thinking is, is it, will this be great for frozen technology? Yes, it would work for that. Okay. Because alpha dextrin together with fat and water makes an oil in water emulsion. Right. If you just add then sugar and some flavors to it, you come to these icings. Because you are using now liquid oils, these icings are heat stable. Yeah. Therefore, you can put it on a hot cake or you can, uh, um, and it will not melt. Right. You can also freeze it and yeah. take it out of the freezer and it would just right. have already the right texture to work with it. That's really interesting because I have a lot of bakers come and ask me, you know, how do they prevent the water cinderaces from the frozen topping? So it looks to me like this technology can prevent that. Yes, yes. Okay. You you. You uh, work with, uh, uh, you, you, you basically prepare your icing with the right texture and, and viscosity you want it to have. Uh -huh. And this icing you can put into the freezer or into the fridge, directly take out, uh, out of it. You do not need to uh, let it come to room temperature. It's already at the right uh, texture. You can put it onto your baking products. And you can also put it on baking products which are still hot, Amazing. Or, yeah. uh, and, and because it's it's not melting, right, right. it's it started already with liquid oils. So how do you transfer that technology to gluten-free? Because you mentioned that it's a good gluten-free um, yes. application. How yes. does that transfer these, to gluten-free? These, it started basically with uh, using alpha dextrin as an emulsifier. But you can also use the same product as a whipping agent. And if you combine these two functions, you can use it as an egg replacement in bakery products. We have successfully done layer cakes, pound cakes, sponge cake, brioche products by replacing partly or 100% eggs in these products with alpha dextrin. Now, from these egg-free products, to a gluten-free product, it's only a, a small step. Really? And we are basically replacing eggs and egg whites by using alpha dextrin and a protein. And if you work with in vegan products, you just yeah, take I soy protein or that vegan or, trend. Yes, yeah. or, um, or pea protein. And then you are exactly uh, uh, in, in the area to make, for example, now 
uh, gluten-free breads. And on this show, Amazing. actually, yeah. uh, on this show, they are, uh, they, are uh, um, they are using already in demonstrations alpha-dextrin to make these new type of vegan products. Really? So um, the attendees can go and taste some gluten-free products with, with uh, alpha-dextrins in it? Yes. Okay. They can do that. Very cool. Great. So um, if you guys have any more questions um, during IBIE, come and talk to my friend here at booth 1171 and he will answer all your questions on alpha dextrins. All right. For Thank sure. you, Bakers. Thank you. Bye. What if you have a well-controlled workflow in your bakery? Next, we have David from Doyon introducing the new Smart Bakery. Um, what is a smart bakery? So a smart bakery is in today's world, touch screen is connected, it's easy, it's intuitive, and it has everything you need in one spot. As everything bakery, everything starts on the prep table. We have a product called Bake Suite, and it's the suite that connects everything together in the bakery and it manages workflow and it stores your recipes, controls your inventory, projects your sales for you. Everything here in this little brain. Okay. It all starts with picking up a certain recipe. Uh-huh. Once you choose your recipe, it will tell you the ingredients needed to prepare the recipe. It will also show you the nutritional information. Okay. So practically, you can either print this on individual labels and put them on the product. So the employee doesn't need to be trained much. All they no, need to know, know is what buttons to push. Right. Okay. Today's Got generation it. are very, very commonly using touch screens, phones, right. laptops, iPads, and everything. And everything is becoming intuitive. So you don't need to know language. All you need to know is just look at the icon and figure out what the icon does. And that's how simple this is. So my concern is this looks really small batch, like for 30 cookies. Right. Uh, can well, it scale up? Of course you can. Well, okay. as soon as you start any particular recipe, you can look here and you can scale anywhere from 30 to 1000 and, and as soon as you add number of cookies you can look closely and you can see that it is changing the ingredients for you right okay and it's adding more it's adding more uh, uh, volume or masses to every single component to provide you with the consistent recipe day on day off or even location one to location B okay. remember that today we have so much bakers leaving the the, the uh, work Force with 60, 50 years of experience, all this experience is leaving with them in their minds, they're retiring. We have very few people who have been doing it for 10, 20 years. So we have a gap, either 60 and retiring or five years and going into That's the industry yeah. with very little experience. Yeah. This will store the experience for you. Okay. It also helps solve a problem which we have today, which is finding labor. Yep. Whether skilled or unskilled, with this product here, it's very intuitive. Anybody, any new recruit that has been with you for one day only can operate this and practically recreate the recipe that you have been doing for 20 years. Yeah, amazing. So from here, um, let's say we go to baking, right? right. So this, this prep system or bake suite connects every single machinery in the, in the bakery in the workflow that the recipe calls for it. Okay. So if your recipe calls for prep, you are prepping and then you're adding ingredients as you go. You're adding either butter or sugar or anything. It shows you exactly what to pour and how much to pour and when right. to stop. Okay. And then when it's time for you to go to the next level, which is the mixer, 
it will automatically send the settings of that recipe to the mixer itself. You don't have to do anything. It controls it for you. So if you're gone doing something else, by mm -hmm. the time you come back, if it's time to stop, it stops it for you. Okay, interesting. And then when it's time to bake, it will send the bake settings of that particular recipe to any oven connected to it. So practically eliminating the need for guessing and forgetting to preheat the oven. Yeah. <laughs> Which no one ever does. <laughs> Just kidding. Everybody forgets to preheat the oven. <laughs> and it's any size oven. It's any size operation. Whether the scale calls for 30 pounds or 300 pounds. It's, okay. it, it's the load cell that talks to the brain. This brain can be connected to the, this setup or it could be on the wall in your bakery where you're doing larger prep. Okay. Or even industrial. Sometimes people ask us, can this be scaled? Yes. I can press a button here and have the flour delivered to your mega mixer by silo. By, okay. by pumps, no problem. Wow. And, you know, mixer and then the oven. And do we need any kind of special... Um, so the ovens that Doyon offers in the product the offering are practically eventless. They're okay. touchscreen, they're intuitive, they're easy to use, and they're ventless. So you can have this setup in a mall with no hood. You can have a total wow. package of front of house display to counter to work counters to under counter refrigeration or storage oven mixer scale under 15 grand really yes wow so someone can actually come and start a bakery business for under 15 grand yes whether in the mall or Amazing. in a store or in a basement because everything is ventless wow would that in also include some kind of a proofer or no? Yes, well, uh, as you see, we have variety of ovens. We yep. have ovens for small operation, half-size pans, five sheets. We have ovens for larger operations, okay. full-size pans, six sheets. We have technologies in our products that are unique to our product offering. We have patented systems that can allow you to do proof and bake in the same cavity. Wow, okay. So you place your dough or fresh product inside the cavity, you press one button, you go, and you come back when it's done. Yeah. It will start proofing for you. When it's done proofing, it will evacuate the moisture, mm -hmm. bring in fresh air, mm -hmm. and start baking as if you just displaced the product. Wow. So instead of moving the product and involving labor, we move the settings for you in and out of the cavity using systems and technology. Cool. Now, I also saw one more oven on the other side. Really yes. exciting technology. Yes. Can you show that to yes. us? Show it. Yes, thank you. David, tell us a little bit more about this oven. This oven is rated by Fischer Nickel uh -huh. as the best in class for baking. And when when we sent this uh, oven sample to uh, Fischer Nickel, we uh, were hoping because you cannot control the outcome of the test. That's true. However, the rest came back as the best in class in energy efficiency, the best in class in evenness of bake, the best in class in steam production. So this monster will produce a humongous amount of steam in a very limited amount of time. It has also the largest touchscreen on the market. The touchscreen is very intuitive as well. Mm -hmm. As you can notice, we have similar software, similar icons, similar steps between all our equipment. So if somebody is used to one piece of machinery, they can operate the other product line. Now, one of the biggest issues with this kind of ovens is the evenness of right. bake. So right. how, how does Doyon, you know, um, make that happen story. thank you for that question right so we i want to see your secret no <laughs> <laughs> all secrets are uh, 
explain. So practically what we have is something we call VR. VR is a system of vents, the software that controls the fan, the fan reverse, the fan delay, all of yeah. them work together in mm -hmm. a certain system or chronology right. to, to provide you with the even bake. Okay. Also the oven has adjustable vents as you can see, can see all this. the vents all the vents are adjustable in increments of uh, feet and you can practically set your temperature flow or airflow into the product as much as you want or so I can actually vents. manipulate these vents here every single one of them wow okay wow all right you test the bake you find out that in the middle it's better than the top you adjust the top and here you that's go. always an issue right you know and the top the top is always cooking faster, faster than the middle and the bottom so and in order to prevent that we have everything adjustable in increments of a few feet nice well thanks Ed. thanks Thank for you. having me here david and um, if anybody wants to come see the amazing bakery that you can put together with the uh, fifteen thousand dollars and this really energy efficient oven come to doyon at 5247 thank you well that wraps up our three-part series on innovations from the 2019 IBIE show floor. I hope it was as interesting for you as it was for me. And you have some new ideas and solutions to look into. Before I go, please like and subscribe to our Baked in Science series. Why? Because I worked my butt off for you by interviewing all these people. That's why! <laughs> Till the next time, bakers, be sure to catch our next episode of Baked in Science!